0: morning, just past 6.07 on your Tuesday morning. It is week 11 of the All-New This Morning with Jaylin and Daryl. And uh, for the last oh, week and change now, yeah. we've been talking about the firefighting situation. Not just the wildfire situation, but the firefighting situation. Yeah. Because from the moment that <laughs> uh, the, the the evacuation orders and the alerts started going out last weekend, not the one we just finished, but the one prior to that, from that moment, people were wondering, you know, do we have enough resources to be actually able to cover off these firefights and then as it expanded and got larger throughout the province even more concerns about cuts that had been made back in the day i saw a lot of them talking about the rapid attack yep. uh, crew yep. that yep. was cut uh, early on in the kenny uh, administration so a lot yeah, to talk about that.
1: Yeah, we're going to get into that. The Alberta Union of Provincial Employees is uh, is calling on whoever becomes premier next to reverse some previous cuts to wildfire operations. Mike Dempsey is the VP of AUPE and, I believe, was at one point a former wildland firefighter. Mike, welcome to the show. Uh,
2: you, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, you are correct.
1: So when you see what's going on out there right now, what's going through your mind?
2: Well, um, I've I've, uh, worked, I started off as a forest officer in Alberta back in January 6, 1982. (laughs) So I've got over 40 years of wildland firefighting experience as well as being a a vice president now. But uh, this is the worst season I've seen seen since I, I moved here in terms of the start of the season. So many big fires, Um, in so many places, not just in one or two places like you often hear, like in 2016 in Fort McMurray, but all over the place in Western and Northern Alberta. So it is probably the worst season we've had in uh, just about living memory.
0: So let me ask you, would there not be a stretching of resources regardless? this would you know it's 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 a like unprecedented has been called like you said the worst start to the season you've seen uh in in your career so wouldn't our resources be stretched anyway
2: you're absolutely right but here's the difference um i've actually been speaking to the leaders of the crews that are out there um as late as yesterday Um, they in fact uh, form a component of of we call our natural resources and conservation um, called local five and uh, and they have been calling me and speaking to me about their concerns now because of budget cutbacks in a couple of years ago they have uh, there are less uh, not just the rap attack folks but there are less um, firefighters in general um, the, there were a number of permanent layoffs about 75 or so to the staffing of also forestry as well but One thing the government tried to do, a bit sneaky here in the last couple of years, was change the length of the season they are hired for. So a lot of firefighters that we hire, their start day is, what's today, May 9th. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, it's today. So they aren't even working yet. They're in school because they, they, they shortened the season. Now, firefighters are in high demand in other provinces, too, like British Columbia, where they have a longer season. So when the government started these hijinks of, well, we're going to shorten the season. We're going to it, hire you later, lay you off sooner. They look, huh, I can get better working conditions in B.C. So a lot of them went to B.C. So now the, the government is scrambling. They're on their third round of hiring, trying to find people to do these jobs. I well, think that's why the premier was on, the, on, uh, on a presser yesterday talking about uh, be- almost begging people to put their name forward. Well, Mike,
1: yeah, it was this clip right here, and I want to play it for you. I would like to make a call out to anyone who is trained and qualified in firefighting who would like to be and would be willing to volunteer. If you work for a private sector company, if you are firefighting qualified, and you are willing to lend a helping hand, please email emergency support offers at gov.ab.ca. I was rather surprised to hear that yesterday.
2: Yeah, that that sounds like desperation to me. Um, I know just from yesterday talking to some of the leaders out there that about they even provided me some specific numbers. 166 out of 432 are brand-new recruits. So this is also an issue. When you you go to recruit people, okay, you got to do this work. We need people, we need people. And then some people start coming forward. How experienced are they? So one-third of the firefighting force out there is not experienced. And as you know, because it's hot and it's going to get hotter, and the conditions are explosive in many cases, you need experienced firefighters. Like you wouldn't send a brand-new recruit into, for instance, for structure fires. In, so, in so, Mike,
1: we can complain about it and, and look at all, all the things that are going on. What, what needs to be done? What do you want to see done?
2: What we need to see done isn't an overnight fix sadly but what needs to be done? Uh, Danielle talked about this 1.5 billion dollars to, to basically buy the resources she needs. Um, that's only a band-aid solution. Um, the best thing to do is rebuild the program. They need a retention program. they actually um, we're going to do some retention create some retention policies among the staff to keep the ones we have here and to build the program again. But they never followed through. These recommendations came out of a 2019 study they never followed up on. So they need to rebuild the program. They need to make it bigger and deeper and recognize the fact that we don't just get these bad fire seasons once every 20 years any, <clears throat> anymore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they, they have them. 2019 we had them. 2016 we had them. Yep. 2011 we had them. They're happening more and more frequently. And they can deny all they want that yep. climate change doesn't exist. But here's, the, here's what's going on on the ground right now. You okay. have to rebuild the program and make it robust and attract people here who want to do this
0: work. And just before we let you go, Mike, there's a, there are there are a few people who are just going. Well, now everybody's just trying to make it political because it's part of an election campaign. But these have been criticisms and and concerns and red flags that have been put up long before there was going to be an election campaign. So, For years. Uh, w- would you say that this is not political? This is about uh, doing the making the right political decisions once in power.
2: Absolutely, and 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 we always it always happens this time of year because we all this dry grass around. Yeah. and, and uh, the humidity levels are so low, 10%, 15%, so mm. explosive. So, yeah, we need to fix this, and, and sadly the only time we can really make it in the news is when these bad things happen, mm. and so we need to do this. And it's not just to build the resource to protect Albertans. It's to provide the people in the field the confidence and the safety to work in an environment where they feel valued, and, and uh, you know what, and that yeah. translates to the public too. You know uh, that that article that uh, you sent me a copy of there, a uh, rancher saying where are all the firefighters? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things that was not done was was uh, uh, creating a um, a comprehensive review of government of Alberta communications and stakeholder engagement strategies. Yes, I read that from a sheet of paper. That was recommendation <laughs> three from the government's own study, a wildfire review from 2019. So. If they follow through and create an environment where people know what's going on or know what what should be going on, then there's more accountability held to whichever government is in power.
1: Mike, we'll leave it there this morning. Thanks for joining us.
2: Oh, you're you're most welcome. Yeah. And it'll be thirty two degrees here in Lacquabish. I live right across the road from a fire base.
1: By oh the way. boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, well, we'll all be watching this very closely in the in the days and weeks to come, uh, of course, and certainly after May 29th. Appreciate your time this morning, Mike.
2: You're most welcome.
1: All right, okay. take care. All
0: right. Uh Coming up on 6-16, so we'll have more of this conversation coming up in the next half hour. Mike had mentioned the, the ranchers out in the mm-hmm. Wildwood area. We'll touch base with a few of them again.